Tune you in now to the LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody. The LBX Daily Show. Awesome. Awesome. It's Wednesday, the middle of the week. We're halfway through-ish. <laughs> halfway Actually, through officially. Ish. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Let's, uh, let's dive in. What do we, what do we, uh, what what we got today? Okay. We got a little strategy today. We are going to talk about facilities and the need for lipstick and wallpaper and tying all of your attractions together. So listen, we're not picking on anyone. I want to make that really clear, but I just wanted to show some examples of some things. And then I thought we could noodle out and have a kind of a conversation about this. So um, and this kind of stemmed from a few things that have happened lately. Like recently, I know that you covered on the Wonderverse, how that just recently opened. And we were kind of showing some picture about, pictures of the inside. And we're like, oh, it's kind of boring and bland. Like, how are they tying all their attractions together? And is it actually important? And then I found this facility and it is in Carlisle, UK. So it's a smaller town in Carlisle. Um, and it is between Glasgow and Manchester. So obviously kind of in the middle there. And it's kind of done the same thing. It's put a bunch of attractions together in a like warehouse space. They've done a good job of laying out the floor. The walls are painted. Like it looks really clean and well done. And it, but, but it looks, it, it just looks a little bit bland and boring to me. So I'm going to play a video of this right now on stage on Instagram. And we will get an idea of what they have in there. So let me pull this up on stage. And, oh, it's Instagram debate again. I, you know, ah. Uh, Oh, come on. Okay, bear with me. Of course, I've now messed it up. So <laughs> we will do this. We will go back here and we will get to this. Alrighty, let's watch this. Okay, so you can kind of see there's their bowling alleys and the curling. And this is some uh, bocce ball and some cornhole. And behind them, there's a little mini golf area. And again, some bowling. And you can see it's done well. Like they put up some railings. They've elevated the bowling area. They've got some screens up. And like the ceiling's been nicely painted a dark black color, it looks like. The flooring looks beautiful. I mean, brand new furniture inside. The walls are this beautiful pine, like a really good color chosen for the walls. And they're playing some digital darts there. Okay, so that's that's the facility there. And I mean, they've got a really cute little mini golf. Let's just pop up this picture of the mini golf. I just want to go through this quick. There you go. You can kind of get a sense. They've done some really great holes with some neat theming, some stuff that I've never seen before that I thought was super fun. But again, you know, once we kind of step out of the attractions, like the facility is really, really simple looking and There isn't a lot of, I guess for me, it's missing kind of, I'm going to stop this now. And it's missing a lot of signage. It's not. It's it's missing everything. It's missing. It's missing character. Like, I think the thing that bugs bugs me about this place is like they've they've spent a lot of, I don't know how much money they spent, but they've done a good job, like intentional finishes, very nice. It's very clean. They like had intentionality around that, that bar, you know, the, 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 like the walls, like the little pony walls around the bowling, like that stuff's not cheap to take that type of metal yeah. and do all the welding and connect it. Like they did spend some real time, but like, that's it. It looks like somebody's really boring house. That's like being put up for sale. 
and somebody staged it. I mean, it doesn't, there's no character. There's no, there's nothing there. There's like, there's no pictures of family. There's no, you know what I mean? Like that that gives like a house, that home, like the homey feeling. There's nothing like that here. And it's gotta be loud as hell. Like when I have got that bowling that's right there out in the middle, out right in the open. And you've got the mini golf and like this big square box with like, yes, granted it's wood flooring, but like that thing's gotta be so freaking loud that I just do not understand. Like, I mean, granted there was only like, I think 10 people in there at that video. Um, That's not true. There's probably like 30, but still, Um, but it just seems like it's really strange to me. uh, The, the, the layout. So I would argue with you that I don't even think it's been staged because when you stage, you put the props in, you put the kitchens in, you put the plates on the table, you put the artwork up. So I feel like it's almost, it's missing the staging is what what's happened here. You know, it's missing the lipstick. It's missing the rouge on here and it's missing anything kind of directional. And I know that's the one big thing that we talk about is you need to have directional signage. Just like, where were the bathrooms where, and I, okay, I'm, I'm picking on them at that point now, because maybe there are bathroom signages that in there that you obviously wouldn't put in a video. And I, there was in the background, there was a signage for where their uh, concession was and their food was, but it didn't really stand out and it didn't really speak to me to come and go there to get a drink or get some food or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bland. Uh, I mean, and again, like this, this is like that character, it's a lack of character, lack of like in, um, in, in the pick, like pick a side, pick who you right. want to be. Like, who do you want to be? Like, and this is what I love about some of the other stuff that we've seen. Like some are really edgy and it's like pinks and greens and like graffiti on the walls. And like others have like gone totally like just cheap picnic tables and like some stuff on the wall, but they like picked who they wanted to be. Right. This one just feels like they, they, they looked at an Ikea catalog and said, if Ikea were to make a, a uh, FEC, what would it look like? (laughs) Do you know what? It does look like an Ikea catalog. You're so right. That's so funny. Well, and maybe, maybe that's the style over there though. Maybe that appeals to people in that area of the world. Uh, I mean, maybe, but we've seen other, we've seen other UK, you know, UK based, uh, you know, attractions and they have a lot of characters. So I think this is just, this is a case and, you know, this leads me back to, you know, the Wonderverse. And so, you know, we, we recently, um, had, uh, like, you know, uh, I think it was Blue Loop put out a new article or an interview, or was it IAPA? I think IAPA did an interview um, about it was you know, Blue, Loop. Blue Loop. Okay, yeah, Blue Loop um, yeah. about the about Wonderverse and the VP of of um, location based entertainment came on and talked about and like basically touted how great the Wonderverse grand opening went and like yeah okay it's a grand opening everything goes really well and there's like lots of people at a grand yeah. opening, um, but yeah. I think one of the this is one of our biggest issues, my biggest issues with Wonderverse as well. And I know you wanted to show some changes. I do. Some things they I, did. Want to show, I do. I want to show some, I want to show this because you know what, when we originally talked about this, we were just showing some white walls and I do want to, you know, actually say, listen, they have put some effort into projection mapping onto the walls to create an experience for people. So here, let me just play this. I hope I've got the right video here. You can see this was their grand opening. So let's just keep in mind, this was their grand opening, but you can see they've used color. They've darkened things. They've put some actors and characters inside. They're using lighting to actually put that lipstick and rouge on the facility. So I think this actually comes across a little bit better than it had originally when we were looking at it. And it was just uh, during the day and it was all white on the walls and there wasn't anything going on. Yeah. So, so, okay. I'll give them the, the, they put some projection mapping and some lighting on walls, but like, it's still a 30 foot wall. That's, that's beige 
with some projection lighting on it. And like, even when they scrolled past that Slimer on a table, it's like a freaking statue of Slimer on a, like a white table. And like, sure. they just, it's like they had some Sony movie props and they just stuck some shit here and there and there and like, didn't really do anything. But when you look at that room, it's a really boring fucking room, big and open and some like movie posters on the walls with like a TV. And, and I think my biggest issue is like some of their attractions are really well themed. It's like this uncharted attraction, which is their inside. It's well themed. The ghost bar, their speakeasy, really cool theming in the attraction. It's everything else around it. That's not. And then when you throw in like just a hollow gate attraction and some blitz things like into an empty room, that also just gives it the feel of like all this is, is like an arcade. This Jumanji experience is the worst. They have like these weird little tablets on the wall, some fake plants in the corners of what looks like an office building. And that's like where it just like, okay, maybe the Jumanji experience itself is really cool, but everything else around it looks like they just set up in a doctor's office and put some attractions in there and some lighting on the walls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to close out of this now. Yeah. So, so, so I guess the conversation is, does it matter? <laughs> Like is what we're talking about here with Game On and with Wonderverse and like the the lack of character, does that really matter? Or is it about just having some attractions in a building and then that's enough? Yeah, right. And so I, I guess that's that's you know, when you look at Wonderverse, they have lit up the walls a little bit. They have allowed for flexibility within there. They, you know, in that article, they do talk about how they will pull put and pull different IP in and change it out, which to me drives repeatability. Right. So they're going to focus on their their IP that is a higher level that more people are interested in. They're already already keenly aware of that and putting things in like that. They're going to be switching out the 21 Jump Street bar every four months. They're going to put a new concept in there. So they are trying to find ways to get people to come back and enjoy a new type of IP experience. Maybe the projection mapping will adjust and change. But the one thing that I would criticize is that some of that projection mapping, what looks so cool was the people in the costumes dancing around, you know, the ladies with like the wine skirts on or the champagne skirts and some of the actors, which I can't imagine are always there. No, I don't that's think grand opening. That, that was this grand opening. Experience, yeah. That's grand right? opening. Yeah. They're, so, they're not going to have that because they can't afford it because there's nobody there. Like, I mean, I don't want to say there's nobody there, but like, and I will go there. I'm going to Chicago soon and I'll be, I'll, I'll go to Waterverse and see for myself, like, am I just getting this thing wrong? Is it still a really cool experience? I don't think I'm going to be wrong, but we'll see. And I'm willing to call myself out if, if my view on this is, is off base. It's, you know, just because you put some lighting and some projection mapping on a wall doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything meaningful, you know, above and beyond it. And I just feel like the attraction mix they developed there as well is not enough to drive repeatability. That Hollowgate Ghostbusters experience, probably do it once and be like, cool, that was fun. And then I go do the little bumper car things, I'll be land bumper cars and I'm, cool, that was fun. And then I go do the Jumanji escape room, solve it. All right, now what do I do? There's nothing mm-hmm. left other than some food. Well, and if I want to argue against myself on the IP piece of it, it's that they have to change, they'd have to change a huge amount of the IP for me to come back. So if they just change out one thing, that's probably not going to drive me back if I've already done right. the other attractions. I'd have to be walking past in the mall. You know, and be like, "Hey, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just hit this bar up and have a, a you know a drink that's different." Yeah, and and that might be it, right? Like, hey, let's let's uh, you know, I'm walking through the mall. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's get a drink at the at the at the Ghost Bar Speakeasy, and like go in and get a drink at the Ghost Bar Speakeasy, and like, okay, cool, because that's a cool place to hang out. It's well themed, but like, am I gonna then go play like Ghostbusters the Hollowgate experience again? I don't know, maybe not. Um, mm-hmm. But 
but you know, uh, it, yeah, I know we banged on Wonderverse a lot uh, in the I last know. Uh, you know a couple of times, but I think it's because, and it's because they've they have so much fucking money, and they have people who are supposed to be experts in this space, and they just executed so poorly, like so unequivocally poorly here with like their attraction mix and everything else that it just is frustrating to me that um, that they've got all this great IP and they just they just really I think dropped the ball and what, what it could have been. You know, yeah. like you don't you don't yeah. see Universal like, opening a venue like this, right? Like because they know better and they know how to do real theme parks and attractions and LBE. So anyway, yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, all right. Well, we can rip on them forever. So <laughs> we can rip on them forever. But I actually want to share something really cool here. So this is the uh, the Wake the Tiger experience. So this is in. This is in the UK and um, they've been around since 2022 and they've had about 300,000 guests come through in over the last two years, which, you know, well, let's call it, let's call it uh, like 19 months because, um, you know, they opened in July of 22. So they're not quite at the two year mark. 300,000 guests over two years isn't a whole lot, but you know what? They've got a pretty cool experience and we'll, we'll take a look at it here in just a little bit. Um, but basically they just recently opened a new expansion and the whole thing is like a self-guided walkthrough labyrinth and it's begins in an abandoned paint factory and then eventually journeys into the dream factory. And this is about 25 different spaces. And then it transcend like, then you transcend into their new space. They just opened called the Outerverse. And this is based in Bristol uh, in the UK and the Outerverse opened on February 2nd and it has 15 new spaces, about a thousand square meters. So about 10,000 square feet. And, um, you know, and basically you're, you go in and you venture through and you find basically this, uh, this ring of funga, you know, fungi or whatever fungus. And this fungus is like a portal to other worlds. And so you're, you know, ultimately like guided into this whole world of Meridia, this dystopian world where this guild is trying to align the elements, air, earth, fire, and water to bring Meridia's ecosystems back in line using the transformative power of fungi. So like, that's the whole story. It's a little bit funky, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, let's take a look at the actual experience so you can get a sense for what it is. And then we'll talk about uh, what it reminds me. <laughs> Good theming. <laughs> mm -hmm. Excellent theming. Yes. Like top notch theming. Projection map ceilings, like really intricate components. Yeah. Like this is legit. Really what right? wonderful, right? There's no excuse. Right. An amazement park, it's called. Yeah, the, an amazement park, and so that's that is their, um, you know, that that is their Meridia. So that's the original core attraction. And I just want to take a quick look. It's a much shorter video, but I want to show what the new outer verse is. So this is the land of Meridia, and um, and and so that was we just watched the land of Meridia, and then you basically can you climb up and transcend to the outer verse. And this is uh, we'll take a look at this here. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, you know, I think the, so now, what does this remind you of? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Meow Wolf, obviously. Yeah, Meow yeah, Wolf, right? Now, I will say the the outer verse looks much more Meow Wolf-esque because they're taking you sort of into this like Neo-verse kind of world where, you know, uh, and that's what Meow Wolf is all about. And like some of their, the, some of their areas like look a little bit like, uh, like a Meow Wolf, but I really have to say the Meridia just looks like a, like, phenomenal like the theming is just incredible that looks like a great experience mm-hmm. and what i like about them and reading more about them there's all different easter eggs and things hidden but it's not the type of like content driven easter eggs that meow wolf really specializes in it's really like functional tactical easter eggs like tactile so like if i me and my four friends stand on four different floor panels in a certain in a certain room the lights yeah. change and the music changes or if we pull on different chords in these areas or turn this clock or do this thing this thing other happens in some other place and so there's a lot of interactivity into it as well mm-hmm. and where did you say this was located again this is in bristol in, in right. UK. So, I mean, who knows? Like maybe they looked at the Meow Wolf model and said, hey, let's take that, but even perfect it and, you know, make it a little bit better. And that's probably what they've done in this situation, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think though, and I, I mean, I'd love to go there and experience it because if I had any criticism of Meow Wolf, it's just, I find the storyline is too complicated and I just can't find the time to focus and actually get in and enjoy it. So I feel like it's lost on me and it's it's something that aggravates me because I feel like I should enjoy it (laughs) and I should understand it more. I should go into the minds and behind the scene. Right. But my preference is to go to some place, enjoy the art and just, you know, immerse myself in it and just like look at it and appreciate it. Yeah. And, and, but this is, this, this gets me to the frustration I have with these types of, these types of venues that, that clearly are beginning to emerge more and more. And it's the same thing with any really like immersive art experience. So like, this is a, this is obviously a really complex immersive art and sphere. Like there's 40 different rooms now between the two different floors um, versus like just a Van Gogh experience or whatever is repeatability. Because like you said, you like to go around and just feel like, yeah. you know, being immersed and yeah, you don't want to get into the the deep weeds of the storyline and some people will, but most people won't. And that's fine. But like, once you've done it, what's right. the repeatability? Like I've walked through it. What's bringing me back to right. wake the tiger or to meow wolf's Omega Mart. Right. So, you know, something that just, tweaked inside my head is there's this experience that you can go to in New York called sleep no more, or it's, it's the McKittrick hotel they call. And it is, it is incredible. And it is very similar to this. It's ton, It's like in a warehouse and there's tons of different rooms. You can open doors, you can explore, you can pull doors, you can find keys, you can unlock things, but on each floor, there's a bar and there's some sort of style of entertainment. So on one floor, you have this beautiful jazz singer that's belting out tunes mm. in this kind of quiet little uh, bar area. On, on another floor, you can go, uh, it's a mixture of going outside to a graveyard. And then inside, there's like a bathtub scene, like a big bathtub scene. And you've got a, a five-piece jazz band playing up there. Then you go into the underbelly in the basement. And then you've got somebody who's actually like a DJ is actually spinning music and got weird characters going around. And that experience was incredible. And they actually, they make you wear these beak kind of masks over your face and you Hmm. actually interact kind of as a character inside of this McKittrick hotel, which is kind of fun and cool, but food and beverage, constant entertainment that's revolving and changing. 
that's something that's repeatable that I would go back to because the elements are constantly changing inside of it. Like the music's different every single time. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's just live music. Right. So like this, if you like music, you like going to a music venue, it's like going to a music venue. I went, I was in new Orleans for a bowling summit a couple of weeks ago and I went to the Fritzel's, the little Fritzel's uh, jazz club three nights in a row because oh, you know, right. and, and oh, two yeah. of the nights it was the same band, but they're playing oh. different music and it's a different experience. And I'm going there having some Sazeracs, listen to some jazz and, um, and it's a good experience. I could do that every night of the week, frankly. Um, so I think like incorporating those types of entertainment experiences are definitely right. a way to drive that repeatability and <laughs> it's accessible. Right. Um, so it's definitely Very like, easy. I think that's the issue with a mega mart is its lack of accessibility with regards to the deep driven storyline. And so that has to be a very accessible idea as well. Um, but I, I, I'm not ragging on Wake Tiger. I think what they've done is absolutely phenomenal. Um, sure. I think my only question for them is what are they doing to drive repeat visitation? And is that model one that actually drives repeat visitation or are they reliant exclusively on getting new right. people in, which may be why they're averaging 150,000 visitors per right. year versus mm -hmm. what maybe they could or should be doing. For sure. Certainly. And one of the things that I didn't notice in that video, and they may just not have included it, do they do the same thing as Meow Wolf where they're selling the merch and they have the store where you can buy merch that's, you know, uh, tailored to the same kind of design that's inside? Yeah, that's not clear to me. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, and I think that was also the one thing that I thought Meow Wolf did really well with the Mega Mart and really failed with Convergence Station. Haven't had a chance to check out the Real Unreal yet, so I don't know. Um, but it's the integrating the merch into the overall experience. Phenomenally executed with Omega Mart. Really poorly executed with, uh, with Convergence Station, where it's just basically a gift shop that has no connectivity to the storyline. Sure, sure. And th the other thing about Meow Wolf is that now that they have multiple locations, if you go once and you enjoy the experience, you go to another city, you're likely going to try to get that experience again, or you're kind of creating this little bit of a cult following where people will go around and try out the different locations. I know even I certainly will, you know, I, I want to try out the other two that I haven't seen yet. And so you can drive traffic that way. And maybe this, uh, the Wake the Tiger will eventually open up multiple locations and try to drive the same kind of uh, interaction. Yeah, I think it's very possible. But um, but either way, they've uh, pretty cool. Uh, you know, recent new opening that they did. And, you know, with that, I think yeah. with two topics, <laughs> we, we burned our, we burned through our time. So, uh, well, yeah, everybody, yeah, this is CB and BW signing off. Stay tuned and keep kicking ass. See you later guys.